Welcome to Off Code, the show where we ignore the cultural codes and have real and intriguing conversations regarding the Black community and ways we can move forward to human flourishing. Hello and welcome to another episode of Off Code. I am Monique Dusan. And I am Kevin Briggins, and we have a very different episode for you guys today. Um, normally, we're talking about some very deep, deep topic or we have a guest on, but today we are going to react to TikToks and videos that mo- we haven't seen most of them. I don't even know where they are, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I am too. Now, there is one that we have seen, and it's the Kim Burrell video. If you are not familiar, Kim Burrell is a Black gospel singer. Everybody should know Auntie Kim by now. If you don't know Auntie Kim, go to YouTube and listen to her songs. But Kim Burrell is also a bit special. So, in you know, I'm not even going to set it up. I'm just going to let you watch and listen, and then we can respond to this. So, here is the narrative. Thank you. I'm in the middle of ministry, and you know how you close out a sermon. And I'm singing, thank you, Lord. I'm thinking that I'm singing a solo. It's a solo. God's using me. Don't sing with me right now. Lord. That one that has to join you. And I heard her, y'all. I'm singing alone, huh? She was singing, and I was just going for it. Thank, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am, with that mask. Let that mask work for you. I'm singing alone. Lord. I'm operating in the things of the Spirit. Sometimes... When I operate publicly, everybody doesn't understand the dispensation of what I operate in. They just see me as Kim the singer who's not being the singer, who is not always the singer. I'm the preacher. I'm the person with the gift of the prophetic. But anyway, so I'm sitting there singing, and I keep hearing her. Then the man in front of her said, she's trying to tell you, man. No, I'll call on you when I'm ready. So this was somebody who was disconnected in the service, but it was cool. But if you go further into the video, you're going to see what happened. I pulled her up, and then... She went to dancing. What a time we had. I want to tell everybody, COVID is starting to rise again. Just like I told her, let that mask work for you. Ma'am, ma'am, with that mask. Let that mask work for you. I'm singing alone. Lord, I'll be back. <laughs> the way the auntie has blessed me. Look, when, I'm, when I'm in my anointing, the Lord is using me, not you. All right? <laughs> Because you don't understand. Not everybody understands the, the dispensation that I operate in. Let that mask work for you. <laughs> Why are we like this? I feel like it's a us thing. Are white people like is. this? Oh, that wouldn't happen in any other cultural context. It, no. I, I, I was like, I don't think white people do this. Like, mm-hmm. yes. How are you going to tell somebody from the pulpit? Like, you can't, don't worship. You <laughs> Let that mask work for you. And then double down like she wasn't even wrong. I know. I know. Um, and she tried to make it better at the end. Somehow she invited the lady up and she was just dancing. But you called that lady out. You told that lady, let that mask use her. Now that lady has made a response video and we're not going to show it. But that mm. lady recreated a response video and said she was depressed based on all of this. She said it wow. was a traumatic experience. But that's that's a hot mess, though. That that is a hot mess. I was wondering, where are the pastors? Who are the elders and the leaders in this church? You gonna let a visitor now, come in now, and talk now to you your know. people like that? Now you know. Now don't even go to you. That's a whole nother conversation. I know. 
It ain't no, it ain't no elders. <laughs> we know that. It's one pastor. You probably go by Bishop. And uh, yeah, he wasn't gonna say that. If it is a he, I thought you was gonna say it's probably one pastor and she <laughs> go by apostle. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably more accurate. That is probably more accurate. <laughs> oh, oh goodness! That's where I thought you was going. Okay. So we are going to jump into these TikToks and tweets or whatever Krista has lined up for us. And big shout out to Krista. Thank you so much for pulling these and making sure that we have not seen them. Kevin, I hope I hope the I hope the other ones are funny like this. I hope they don't be getting us in our feelings. I know, because that was starting, that was that was strong starting off. That was. That was good. I just opened my TikTok app and my good up good up friend Pre just reminded me it's dead ass Black History Month. Do you know what that means? All the whitey whitey people, you're done for this month. I have my eyes on you. If we walking on a sidewalk and you walk past me, you're racist. If I catch y'all buying cotton at Target, I'm giving y'all the meanest side eye ever. Don't let me catch you eating none of the West Indian foods, bro. All the white people to the back of the bus. Don't even scream back door. Walk. Miss your stop and walk. I don't even want to see you in my provision. I don't want to see you at all. I don't even want to hear you. This is our month. If we on a train car and it's packed and you stand down and a bunch of black people come in, get up. Get up. That's the least you can do. Get up. If there's a line, we're skipping. We get to skip. It's our month. We get to skip. I just feel like every black person should get paid more this month, but that's just me. If your mom is white and your dad is black, you don't get to celebrate this month. But if your mom is black and your dad is white, yeah, gang, yeah. I just feel like there's certain qualifications and rules. There's just certain qualifications and rules. You know what I'm saying? But happy Black History Month, guys. If there's a parking space and that person is black and you're white, let the black person have it. We can't be outside after dark. You know why. I don't even got to explain myself. But yeah, guys. Power to the people. Oh, Father. The ancestors did not suffer for this. Apparently they did. Foolishness. Apparently they did. Did she say she didn't want to see them in her provisions? In her provisions, not her periphery, but in her provisions. (laughs) 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 I'm going to be honest. I don't think she's serious, so I'm not going to take her serious because... I mean, she she would be flat out racist, and I'm not saying those people don't exist, but some of this stuff is done for clicks, and so I'm not gonna take her serious. I'm gonna say this was all for clicks and likes, even that's still bad. But I'm I'm just gonna laugh at it because I don't think it's serious. Well, God bless your gracious heart, because I do think she's serious, and I like that attitude and that sentiment I have really seen popping through my my social media feed. I just, I think that there is just this growing level of like pride and um, arrogance Absolutely. Um, among just young people overall. But I think when oppression is sold to you, this oppression narrative is continually sold to you. And then you're continually told that something is owed you and it is um, owed to you by any person who has white skin this this thing it, it just catches on like wildfire and then people have the gumption and, and the the audacity to create a video like that whether she's serious or not i do think that she reflects a lot of right. what the thought is in the current culture now 
I don't know if she Puerto Rican. I don't know if she like Dominican, if she, you know what? Like, cause she, cause she has a little bit of accent. I don't know what she is, but I'm like, are, are you talking about the African-Americans? <laughs> and then she said, don't eat the West Indian food. I, I think yeah. the West Indian people want the business this month. And, and this is another thing. She don't, black people don't know what to ask for. If I'm going to ask for anything, if we're going to talk about, hey, you can do, we we feel bad for slavery. What, what do y'all want? His black history month. What do you want? I want to pay month off. That's what I want. Don't pay no things. Don't pay me more. I got to go to work. No, no, no. I just want to pay month off. Like, we just sit at home and chill for a month and, and do cookouts and stuff. Mm. Yes. Play spades. Yes. I can't play spades. I ain't, my black card is only in half. <laughs> I got, I got a lower credit score. <laughs> My credit limit ain't, ain't that high among the black hey, people. I mean, because the economy would go up because you know, you know we're going to hit the beach. Yeah, oh, you know. We are going to the beach. Yes. You and know where we're not going? It's to the mountains. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. We're, going, we're going to the beach. We're going to Jamaica. We're going to the Bahamas. That's what we're doing. If we, they give us a month off of work, paid. Oh, yeah, we go. But she said, don't go to the West Indies. But yeah. So, I mean, you know what? Let's go on to the next TikTok video. What y'all do with I'll, I'll take things you'll never see a black person do for a thousand, Alex. Exactly. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if her ethnicity is white, but I know it ain't black because that is not something we do. Honey, Fido would have had to fall in off. I, all dogs go to heaven. I don't know, but that wouldn't have been me. That is not my business. For that those, is a black person's number one saying. That ain't my business. For those who are not watching on YouTube, but are on listening on podcasts, Apple, Spotify, the video was a, a video of a woman on the outside of an in, interstate overpass saving a puppy. And, and she appeared to be white, and all the people watching appeared to be white. Yes, and they cheered her on. But one slip, because the dog was not cooperating, one slip, and she's into oncoming freeway traffic below. So, but the guy with her was holding her belt loop. Okay, they had some safety measures. Okay, these, I I, I agree with Krista. I she feel falls, like he's not holding on to her belt loop. No, he, he might have her pants, but she don't be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, and I apologize for that snort. That was a funny laugh. Um, the question is, if she falls with the dog, who gets more sympathy, her or the dog? The dog. Yeah, I think so. I the think dog. So. Yeah, I just one. I don't know. Maybe that dog was going through hard times. Maybe he was uncooperative because he was just ready. Maybe he was contemplating things. <laughs> who are you to come and interrupt my moment? He just out there chilling, enjoying the breeze. Yeah. And she come because he was mad. Yeah, she like, was trying to I, save him, and he was upset. Yeah, I, you know. It, okay, 
that is that is definitely a cultural difference. When we talk it about is. cultural differences, there are cultural differences. Like we not gonna interject ourselves into everything. We don't feel the need. Like if you want to sell lemonade on the side, whether you got a permit or not, that ain't my business. Go sell your lemonade. Dog, yep. you want to sit there, contemplate your eternal existence and jump? Not my business. I do personally feel like those of the Caucasian persuasion interject in a lot of ways that I personally, with my current melanin count, would not be interjecting. No. Um, it reminds me of, um, have you uh, seen the SNL skit? where they're, the newscasters are keeping score by the race of the criminal in the story? No. Oh, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. I don't watch Saturday Night Live. I don't either, but it's a, it, it was a clip that was going around. They were basically keeping score because, I, I won't tell it because it's never fun, as funny when you say it, when you tell it, but um, it made me think of because there's this thing that where if you see a headline, you can guess the race of the person. Like, Man oh, mauled true. by bear and like Je white dude, right? Yeah, you just know that's not a black person. Trevor you know? got mauled by the bear, not Jamal. Yeah. yeah, but in that in that skit, there's one where you think it's gonna go that way, and then the race is a black guy, and they're like, oh, you know, it's upset. So, oh, yeah, yeah we got. I mean, I might look it up, look it up, but yeah, no, there's just it's cultural differences, and it's okay yeah. to talk about cultural differences. Like, it doesn't make you racist, but no, culturally. No. Jamal ain't getting mauled by a bear, nor is Jamal going to be the one caught in the avalanche because he went skiing. Mm -hmm. Nope. Like, mm -mm. Sonny no. Bono died skiing, ran to a tree. No, that ain't happened to a black guy. That ain't happened to one of the temptations. No. No. <laughs> he ran into a tree. <laughs> why do you laugh? And that's not funny. I'm trying to figure out why. Okay, you said, look, if you're white and you're watching or listening to this, you can write in, you can put this in the comments. Help me understand why, what pleasure and thrill there is from strapping your feet into these sticks or these planks of wood and then sliding down ice. They're not made of wood, I can tell you that. Oh, what they made of? I ain't Pretty never been skinned in my life. I ain't never tried on no skin. It's sure some type skin. of like titanium, aluminum, like fiber, Say like Wakanda. Then I skin down on no titanium. <laughs> what in the world are you thinking? Wow, you brought up a, a Wakanda reference. Wow, they skin on little thin slivers of wood. They even got these sh shoes strapped in. You got to literally strap your mess in. This is what I hear. I ain't never seen it personally. It's like a unicorn. I have never seen it. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should do videos where we go around doing co new cultural experiences. <laughs> where we get Krista to take us around. And we uh, experience things of the other perspective. First of all, I've been with Krista for six years. I have all, I'm always experiencing a new cultural experience. I went to the Opry and a country concert. I cannot mm. take her to the hood. Can she learn how to di um, distinguish between the different gangs? If she signs a waiver, we can't be held responsible. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm -mm. And if that new cultural experience requires me to ski or to jump out of an airplane. Or no, see, that's that's a no. That is a no. To go kayaking. Bungee jumping. But, mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. 
Nuh uh. Salt water don't agree with my wig glue. Don't play no games. Uh uh. That's why you see those videos of people going on those like free fall rides. Yeah. And the wig come off. Uh huh. Shark cage diving. Uh uh. Look, we just want to sit on the beach and look at the water with a nice cocktail. Yeah, we ain't trying to get in. No. Not trying to get in the water. I might wet my feet if like oh, yeah, oh, yeah. it's it's you know hot. Yeah, and that's about it. But father, don't let that water come above my knees, and do not let me touch seaweed. If I touch seaweed, everybody on the beach gonna know it's nasty. <laughs> Y'all know we the same people. We are the same. Okay, next TikTok or Twitter or whatever it is. As a racial justice advocate, I'm often invited to give talks or to do workshops where I talk to white people about race. A big part of my practice is to offer real life stories, examples, that type of thing that help white people to be able to identify white supremacy in everyday life. My husband's family is white and I often use the cultural differences between my family and his family as a way to help white people see their whiteness. There's one example that I use that always gets a ton of pushback. My husband and I were late to our first Thanksgiving with his family. I say late because it started at 12. We got there at 12.10. But whenever we got there at 12.10, everybody was already sat down and eating. I didn't know that. I use this illustration to point out that different cultures have different understandings of time, lateness, and what it means to be polite. Without fail, a white person will push back and say that lateness is impolite. I always use this as a teachable moment. I usually ask a series of pointed questions that challenge their assumptions. Sometimes it takes a lot of work. But by the end, they're able to identify how white cultural dominance works in this one small area of life, which opens the door for them to start peeling the onion. You go first. Um, I don't know. First of all, this is the problem with the whole thing. Stop co-opting words like white supremacy. White supremacy does not mean dominant European culture. That is not what that means. Right? So... The fact that America is a European dominated culture is not something to overcome. It is not something that causes you oppression. It is not something for you um, that we need to fight against and rail against. Right. Um, And so that's that's the first thing, because there is two. We talk about these different cultures and stuff. And yeah, there are certain things like. Being on time, that is more of a Western, what we call a Western culture that in some other cultures, because the thing in some parts of Europe is like that. We joke around and call it, you know, CPT time, call people time. But there are cultures in Europe that are very laid back and very not in a rush and very slow, like like Italy. Right. Um, so it's 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 not white. Right. It's 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 what more Western, usually American culture more than anything. It's just American culture. And so um, this idea that she can point out the fact that there are cultural differences and those cultural norms are typically dominated by what we call the majority culture. That's not. That's not a aha moment of oppression. Right. And so. It, her whole the whole fallacy of the whole thing is wrong and calling it white supremacy is trying to pull from a word that already has a negative connotation to it and slapping it to something that is a real thing but doesn't mean white supremacy right and so i would say this is how a lot of white people compassionate white people get drawn in because mm-hmm. white people do be on time they be more on time than i be on time but that's not necessarily a problem 
I think that different cultures have different standards, like you're saying, or different, different, you know, things that they appreciate and, and strive toward. But don't play no games. If I'm speaking somewhere, if I'm going to make money, trust me, I'm going to be on time. And so we pick and choose when being on time is a problem. Or I guess the, my question would be then, do we just think that we should be able to show up? Or would her position be that you should just show up? And as long as you show up, you know, whether you're on time or not, people should just wait for you. That's an arrogant attitude. I also think that when we are having the conversation about things like time, we also have to couple that with efficiency and with, in your words, you know, this American idea um, or American ideals. Well, America has produced so much technology. We have conquered so many places. Like we've done some great things and that's in part due to we're on time. We're efficient. We create structures like this. It's not all bad. No, it, it, it's not. Um, and I'll just give an example that those within the culture can relate to. Because everybody was mad when Lauren Hill was late for her concert. Ooh. And I, I, I believe you would say she was being inconsiderate mm-hmm. of other people's time. I didn't know. She hours been. late for her own concert, right? Um, and so this, it is claiming so are those all those black fans were they practicing whiteness because they're upset that lauren hill is late no we all know there is an inconsiderate aspect to not being on time right because you're basically saying what i'm doing now is more important than the time that i set for you and so whatever time i get there it it'd be and regardless of whatever it is you got planned for the day that this is supposed to take an hour and I show up 20 minutes after the time we say it. Now we got to go an hour after that. You have no idea what that other person had planned or has to do or where they have to be. Right. And so that's why it's inconsiderate. And so, yeah. Yeah. And, but you're right. That is exactly how, and that's, that's what makes like critical race theory and all of these things so dangerous because they take something as a general truth, right? Something that is true. There's differences in culture. Um, but then they turn them into objects of oppression. And it's like I told my my buddy, he's this black preacher. His whole ministry is built on overcoming whiteness and white supremacy. And I have told him time and time again, Jesus did not down the cross to free you from Western culture. Right. <laughs> like right. your your whole ministry is about Overcoming white supremacy, which is simply just a synonym for American culture. Now, Jesus didn't die for that. That is a waste of time, energy, unless you're doing something that is unbiblical with the culture is forcing you to do something unbiblical that's against God's word and law. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Yeah. I I wonder, you know, she says that she works in a space of like racial justice or, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if she has employees because does she just allow, like if she does, does she just allow them to come in to work whenever she wants to? I know when I was always a subordinate and always had somebody to tell me what time to be at work, I was always a little upset, (laughs) but you know, it's, it's different when you're the one writing the checks for someone else's position. The expectation is, Hey, I'm going to need that eight hours. 
You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm going to need your eight hours during the same time that I'm working my eight hours so that we can work together. Yep. And this is how you but, know black and white yeah. thing is it's an American thing because when black people move to places like Ghana, right? They think I'm going to go back to the motherland and move to Ghana. One of the things that people in Ghana tell them, like, look, this is not America. Things don't move mm -hmm. at that speed. This good customer service you're used to, it don't work like that. And so you got to be very patient. You, and so black people, black Americans struggle in places in Africa because they're so used to the timeliness and efficiency of American culture. And so yes. it's not just a black white thing. Yeah, I agree. All right, yeah. next one. Oh, she look precious. Don't she look precious though? What, what's going on with her glasses? I already know what is going. Probably. Hi, fellow white people. Black History Month is tomorrow. Let's not do anything to ruin it this year. Okay, my fellow milk crickets? We're gonna be good this year. Yes, we are. And if we are, maybe you'll get a prize. But you have to be good. You can't ruin Black History Month this year, okay? Thank you, my babies. Bye. The performative nature around the woke is really sickening. Oh, it is. It, it It's so sickening because I'm like, do you really believe, like, are, would you really talk to people this way? Who are you talking to? Who do you, who do you think you are and who are you trying to talk to? I would probably bet money that she's just putting out a video to virtue signal. Yeah. And, so just like, and, so just like the yeah. black girl in the first video mate, you know, um, when somebody makes a video talking about what white people shouldn't be doing, they're, they're black. You sh you know that they're not really oppressed because they have no fear of making that video and saying those things, right? Oh, good point. Yeah, and same thing with her. The people she's talking to, this white supremacist, she knows it doesn't really exist. There's no threat to her making this video, so she freely makes it and patronizes the people she's talking to that she knows don't even exist, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why they can do this. this is all virtue signaling and, and everything because they know there's not really uh, any threat to them. There's no oppression and there's no white supremacist that can come and, you know, make her pay and punish her and do something yeah. to her or her family. Like, no, it's not. So. Yeah. One thing I thought was interesting about this was um, Daryl Harrison's comment about it on Twitter. He says, I don't think she realizes what she's done here by urging her fellow white crickets not to ruin Black History Month for Black people. She's actually conveying to Black people the white people have the power to affect how they experience black history for themselves. In other words, she's proffering a message of white supremacy and doesn't even realize it. I was just curious what you guys think about that. A hundred percent. And I thought about that. Yeah. Cause I was talking about how can white, my first thought was how can white people ruin black history month for us or for me? Like, yeah, it, it does a certain, that's what I've always said about the idea of white supremacy. Um, it it is given. It's kind of like racism is given this omnipresence, this omni omnipotent, yeah. right? It's all powerful. It's all present, and it can just have the power to do all of these things. And so, when you believe that power is out there, and that power, you see everything through power structures. Yeah, you believe that white people have the power to somehow ruin Black History Month for us, which actually absolutely makes no sense. 
Yeah, I can I can see what you're saying there. I I think that that's a larger conversation overall, and it's actually one of the tenets of critical race theory is that racism will only end when white people realize that there's a benefit in ending racism for them. And so at that point, the freedom for Black people is always held in the hands of white people. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. They're so stupid. It is. It is. It's like, why, why is my freedom always predicated upon your actions? Like, especially, I'm not, because we, we're not talking about slavery. We're not talking about Jim Crow. We're not talking about, you know, the era of black codes and post-reconstruction. We're talking about 2024 America. There, there's, it's such a different world. The conversation is so different in regards to race that for us to believe that our freedom is always going to be wrapped up or our good is always going to be wrapped up within the hands of a white person. It's simply an, an infantile conversation. Yeah. And um, I'm going to let people in on a little secret. So this is off code. We have these kitchen and barbershop conversations out in public. Most black people don't really care about black history month, especially not for a whole month. The first day or two, it might be like, Oh, it's black history month, Martin Luther King or something. By day 12, nobody cares. It's kind of like Kwanzaa. <laughs> Don't nobody celebrate Kwanzaa. Nobody. Don't nobody celebrate. No. Don't nobody want no made-up gifts. Because, yeah, Kwanzaa, you don't buy gifts. You like make them. No, don't, please don't give me no made-up Also, gifts. while we're on this topic, don't nobody celebrate Juneteenth either, just so y'all know. Hey, if I can get it off work, though. Oh, I'll take the day off work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can say we got, you no know, national... I ain't gonna say that. I know, I know what you was gonna say. I know what you was gonna say. (laughs) Anyway, I'll take a deal. We're gonna care what you want to call it. Yeah, don't play no games. Don't play no games. But yeah, and and what's so funny is that there's always so much hoopla around these things by white people for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They think they're being such great allies and look how progressive I am and open minded. And it's like, man, we don't. We what you do for Black History Week? Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, same thing I did yesterday. Nothing. Yep. Okay, next one. Uh-oh. Oh. Let me get let me give y'all an honest quick story. I'm in a position where I can hire and fire people. I had to hire an editing position for this organization, and I wrestled with the two final candidates. One was a white dude who was head and shoulders above this black chick that was coming out of college mm-hmm. but he could do the job and literally no exaggeration i called so many people i talked to black women asian dudes white dudes who i thought were had perspective and they like why are you wrestling i was like man i feel like the answers would be mad at me if i hired this white dude <laughs> this really was a wrestle yeah i ain't lying oh, oh, you serious yeah And I, and I, I was like, Jonathan right, Majors, Coretta Scott King. I needed my Coretta. 
I need a so I was like, all right, Lord, like who's the best one? I feel like you said a guy named Jeff was the was the best one. But I wrestled with that. Dang. Wow. So I, you hired the white guy. Yeah. But you felt in turn. Do I want to do white people ever have to struggle? No, I, I, man. I ain't wrestling. No, 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 man. Man. Come on, man. No. Ben Franklin thing? Ben Wait a minute. No, bro. Not, is George Washington. I promise you. You got no. let me tell let me let me tell you where you're wrong. Okay, let me tell you where you're wrong. Hold on, time out. I'm gonna tell you where you're wrong. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you where you're wrong because there are some white guys who are saying to themselves, yeah. the ancestors would be mad if I hired this black guy. Uh, <laughs> that that's true. That's true. The Confederacy. Yeah. 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 We'll rise again. We'll rise again. We'll rise again. Oh, man. When you don't realize you have made a fool of yourself. So, by Lecrae ending it with that joke, he showed that the mindset they have is the mindset of the racist white person. It's the same mindset. The woke mindset and the pro-black mindset is the same mindset as the racist white dude that's trying to hold on to his racist white ancestors. It's the same mindset. And did that fool say Nehemiah? Yes, he, he did. Nehemiah in the the I'm um, in the, the our ancestors category. So I think what what I think is that Lecrae was trying to keep it biblical. I think he was maybe a little bit caught off guard, and so he was like, "What ancestors? Like Nehemiah?" And that's when the other dude was like, "No, Coretta, Martin Luther King, Jonathan Majors." Like he started naming like the ancestors. Versus where I think Lecrae was trying to keep it, which was in this vein, because there's some like when you look at his face, like I kind of think he didn't think that that was going to go that way. But in the end, he did reveal like it's the exact same mindset we and I I also think that, you know, because Crystal's question was, is it racist? I don't know that it's racist. I don't know that it is racist to struggle to have a, a struggling thought. I think we all struggle with the certain thoughts at certain times we all have bouts where we might struggle with prejudice i would say it's a prejudiced attitude like um you know prejudging someone based on their skin color it's prejudice i would say if he went all the way out with it and actually said no i'm not gonna hire this white guy because the ancestors are gonna be mad that would be racism um but it we all have prejudice and it might not be a racial prejudice. That might not be your struggle, but we all struggle with some form of prejudice. We all, all we all prejudge something. We all have a bias or lean towards something here and there. I was really glad that the guy was like, man, I really struggled with this because if the shoe was on the other foot and this was a white guy talking about how he struggled with, you know, do I really hire this Negro? You know what I mean? Like people would be calling him racist right yeah. out the gate. It would have been yeah. racist right from the jump. And so I'm glad that they actually had this conversation because it can show people, oh, look, you're struggling because I know society tells you that you have to hire this many and have, you know, that many of this or whatever. But sometimes these thoughts come and we now we work to conform our thoughts to Christ and to scripture. We always want to be in obedience. But that doesn't mean that every thought that we have is going to be on the up and up. That is very, very gracious of you. I'm not going to. It was racist. Okay. And okay. it's racist because what he's struggling with, he's not struggling with society saying you need to hire this person. No, he's struggling with 
do I hire this white guy who's fully qualified and capable of doing the job over keeping it real and hiring the sister? It is racial preference he's struggling with. Yes, I guess for me, I make a distinction between the prejudice, like the judgment that I think he was making versus the action. Like if he would have... I don't think he's making a prejudice judgment. I don't think he's saying one is good and one is bad. He's coming from a mindset of, I'm supposed to hire the black person because I'm black. He's not saying it. He's not, it's not a prejudice like the white guy's going to be bad. Or he's not, it's not a prejudice issue. Yeah. It is a yeah. mindset no, I can of see that. His race. It's a, a mindset of racism and of, of race. Yeah. And that's, and that's why and a race allegiance, I should call it. I was going to say racial that's why it is connected to the same thing as a white supremacist yeah. or yeah. a white racist person that believes that they have an obligation to the white race. Right. So not yeah. to treat these people know by their skill set and hire the best person i'm supposed to look out for the white person or in his i case, agree i'm supposed to look out for the black person and hire the black person and the yeah. fact that i'm not giving the black person a job i'm struggling with that that's racist. i do i hear what you're saying i hear what you're yeah. saying um yeah I, I hear what you're saying i tend to think of racism as like the action like i took my prejudice and then i acted upon my prejudice but but when you say a, a person is a racist, it's not in just their actions, it's in their beliefs. Yeah, but it's their beliefs that then make them act. Yeah. And he's so like the way that I he wanted he wanted to act on his racism, he chose not to. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Good I think for I'm him persuaded. for not acting on his racist in inclination. But he I think wanted. I'm persuaded. I I think I'm persuaded, but yeah, there's something about the I'm trying to get a guy credit of like, you know, you, yeah, you, I, I saw you wrestle with that because I think that there are things that we wrestle with. And, and I'm not saying say you, you, when you have a mindset of racial allegiance, yes. yeah, you're going to struggle with that. That's why it's probably shouldn't be in that position. If you're going to feel that way, you can't hire and look at people on an equal basis. Yeah. That's, and that's fair. So would you then say that that's black supremacy? And that he's a black supremacist. I don't necessarily think it's supremacy. Because you would say that that would be a white supremacist. We, white we supremacist. would. Um, I just think it, it's, it's about allegiance to your race. Right? Yes. Um, and and that if I need to stick, I need to stick with my race. When, when a white person says they need to stick with their race, we say that that's white supremacy. We like, do. That, I think it's the wrong. I think it's the wrong cultural, word for it. Yeah. Because. Because white supremacy means that you believe the white race is superior, is better and superior to other races, right? That's not that that doesn't have to be the case for you to believe that you need to look out for your race, right? And so, I'm not gonna say it's a, a supremacy mindset. It is simply just a racialized way of thinking and operating, and and it is racist in terms of that you feel you need you have a an allegiance to people based on skin color. See, and I feel like, no, I feel like that's prejudice. I feel like that the definition would be prejudice. But isn't, isn't prejudice, prejudice basically just, or isn't racism just prejudice by race? No, racism would be your actions 
your actions towards someone based on your prejudgment of them. So your prejudices acted out would be the racist act. My prejudice based on age would be the ageist act. My prejudice based on sex would be the sexist act or my, you know what I mean? My bias based on that. I think, but for the act, you have to have the belief system to begin with. And I'm saying he has the belief system. He just didn't act because he knew he did the guy who could actually do the job. And so he was forced to go against his racist inclinations and hire the person he wanted to hire because he needed to really hire the guy who could do the job. And that's what he ended up doing. I agree. I think that that maybe it's just a, a different a difference of words. Yeah. I do think it's wrong either way. Like, I'm not saying that I, I support him or his actions. You know what I mean? I think that, that the actions are problematic. I do think that that's a kind of a, a attitude that you need to take to submit before the Lord to be like, hey, something's wrong. Yeah. And I, it would have been so awesome if Lecrae would have taken it there. No, he you know made a I mean? joke, but the joke revealed the mindset that the guys were... The they're laughing they don't realize they shouldn't be laughing it's like no you just got exposed it's the mindset we condemn white people for all the time exactly all and i time. have said time and time again wokeness and black people adopting this mindset have become the thing they claim to hate mm. right um they just believe that um as as this article i read this week called it positive discrimination right so it's positive discrimination if you're discriminating to reach a certain equitable outcome between racial groups, right? Oh, I have a lot to say about that <laughs> because discri- I, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not persuaded that discrim- that all discrimination is wrong. Mm-hmm. You discriminate toward your children. You discriminate toward your wife. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I, I'm not persuaded that all discrimination is bad, but when we, or all partiality, I'll say that is bad, but we need to be taking a biblical precedent, calling something positive discrimination, especially in our current cultural context, is really just racism. It's really it just is. plain discrimination that somebody says or has now deemed to be good because it's aimed at a group that they don't like. Yeah. Yep. And, um, to answer uh, Krista's question about is this how black people, that, that video, that example, how black people talk in private, I'm not going to say all, but yes, those types of conversations do happen. Um, and so it, it is, it, it's, an, it's an insight into conversations we've heard in the, what we call the barbershop or wherever other places you, yeah. you know, you have, but yeah, it exists. It happens. It, it does, but kudos to him for, you know, doing the right thing, for struggling and then not choosing the path of racism and actually, you know, hiring yeah. the most qualified person and putting, it seems like putting skin color, you know, to the second factor, you know, yeah. behind but the most Only, only because he needed the, the white guy. Only because he needed the, what the white guy could do. That was the only reason. Um but I mean, he could have. It, it could have been you, like Matt Chandler. Matt Chandler said, "Look, if you give me a a white ten or a black eight, give me the black." No, no, eight. no. So, so he this, so this is Chandler said. He said, "If there's a a white eight and a black seven, give me the black seven. That's okay. And, thank and you. if this girl had been a seven, that white guy was an eight, he would have chose the, the girl. She was probably like a two. 
He couldn't. I he don't could, know. I we can't we can't speculate and say that. I'm he the way he laid it out. She was right out of college, and he said this white guy could do everything he needed him to do. <laughs> so it was it wasn't close in ability. I'm I'm just. I think that the mindset we can see it in Chandler. The mindset is there, and it's there yeah. on both sides. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Uh huh. Um, I will say this: I'm not gonna give him credit for for saying it. I think it's ignorant to say it because, like I say, turn the tables. The fact that he's comfortable saying that tells you a lot on on video in a conversation. Because hey, flip it around. There was a white guy who was like, "Hey, I had this white, you know." Sister, I really want to hire, but this black guy I could do everything I needed. So I was going, I was really struggling. And so yeah, I, I hired the, I hired the black guy. You know, <laughs> I'm not giving him credit for, for saying it. What I am saying is that I think he could have, he could have chosen the, the, the black girl. I know people who hire people who aren't qualified got, all the time. But then he got the job done because she couldn't do it. But, but she would have got a paycheck. And until True. they found out, he could have created a system that simply employs black people. And so I do think there there is something to be accredited to him for participating with some kind of moral or ethical persuasion to some degree. Whether he, because he said, I didn't want to. You know what I mean? Like, but you got to remember, though, he's hiring for someone else's company. This is his own company. So if he hires somebody who can't do the job, it's going to come down on him. That's his self-presentation. I, yeah, I, I get it. But I do think that there are people out there who don't. I, I know people who will. Let me come on over here. I got a job. Yeah, absolutely. And they know that people ain't, ain't capable of doing that job. But they, they'll learn or they'll da 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 or you know what I mean? So yeah. I do think that there are people who bring people on knowing they're not qualified, knowing that you know Pookie can't do this job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, do we, we have, have one more? We have one more. All right. Let's do it. This one is just a headline. Let's see. I'm going to read it. Everyone ordered to pay everyone reparations as every race owned every race at some point. <laughs> Kevin, this sounds like you could have wrote this. That's that's a Babylon Bee headline. Yep, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Or the fact that you know we get our we do these ancestry tests, we get our DNA back, and we all realize that um, we're all just mixed up, <laughs> coming from a little piece of everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so yeah, that 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 makes sense. That's funny um, because yeah, you sh- when if we if we really think about it. I've, I've made this. We talk about reparations. I made this point, this argument. Like, did, does Africa owe us reparations for capturing us and kidnapping us and then selling us? You do, know? The indentured, do the um, Native Americans owe us? Oh, yeah. And some, black people, owe, and some black people owe us. That's and, I, But see, yeah. I don't know, because what if my line is part of the, like, the slave, the enslaved and the slaver? Mm. Who do I, do I pay myself? Yes, go ahead. Pay yourself. Yeah. Um, but no, it's all it's I think the humanity bottom line is, is humanity is falling. And <laughs> and once you just accept that that's way and, and move forward and walk better together, that that's what solves it. It paying somebody out paying paying money out isn't gonna solve the grievance if the grievance is there. So yeah. 
All right. But, but who did who did uh who who have black people enslaved? Who have black people enslaved? Yeah. Black Americans? No, no. The continent of Africa. Has the continent of Africa enslaved people from other continents? Like the, like the Slavics. The, were the Slavics get, did they get traded to Africa? I know they got traded to the Middle East. To, to yeah, Arabs. I was thinking the Middle East. Or I don't Northern know if they Africa. got traded. I don't, they, I don't know if they made it into Northern Africa. What are we thinking? We're thinking, where, 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 where were the Jews in slavery? In Egypt. Exactly. That's Africa. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I know Africans have enslaved other Africans. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, I don't know if like any like Western European peoples have. It kind of goes back to our earlier conversation, you know, in the cultural differences. Black people weren't trying to get on boats and sail nowhere else. Oh, you better say that's a whole word. I am not. We are not the explorer type people necessarily. Like you get one every couple generations. Yeah. But yeah, we ain't out here trying to Christopher Columbus it. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. No. So and, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, why would I leave the continent that has everything? That's and what it I, has I told somebody else that because they had they brought up a question about why when you have an abundance of everything, first of all, you don't need to leave, but you also don't need to be as innovative, right? You're in warm climate, you you got all the resources you could ever need. People who are in other types of climate and, and situations, they have to be more innovative to not just survive, but to actually make life more comfortable. Yeah. You know? And so it's like different people. They was kind of asking why did things move like technologically differently amongst different people groups. Right. And so, yeah, environment and necessity. Necessity is the mother of all inventions. Right. And so. Uh, when you were in Africa and you have all the resources and you got the nice tropical climate and you got the rivers and the fruit and the, the it's just so like, I mean, and the you fruit go anywhere else. It's so big. Avocados, like you got to hold with two hands. Like, I mean, my goodness, a Zambia avocado. Like our avocados in the States look like the seeds of the avocados. And for real? Yes, like we don't, we ain't knowing. See? We are. It is a land of plenty. It's why people want to go over there and rape and pillage the land. It is so <laughs> much resources. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we thank you for following us and being with us during our hour of shenanigans. <laughs> Kevin, this has been fun. It has. It has. It's a little bit different, but uh, I enjoyed it. Yes, me too. We will see you guys again in two weeks. Make sure to share the show, like the show, give us a follow, subscribe to our channel, and we will talk with you again. Bye.